Yes, Andrew. What is the difference between snowmen and snow women? Snowballs. <laughs> I was going to say something like that, but I didn't want to go there, but you did. So I went there. I made you it happen. Did. Hey, does that mean that this is the Christmas episode? This is the Christmas episode. Yes. And I know you're a bit grinchy, but I uh, <laughs> I have really gotten into the Christmas spirit lately. My seven-year-old, my four-year-old are singing Christmas songs everywhere. And I'm oh. actually a big bloody fan of it. So we're going to do a yeah. Christmas episode, mate. Awesome. Can you go get your Santa suit on? Oh, uh, I got asked. I got asked yesterday to be Santa at a Carol's thing, but unfortunately... <gasps> Unfortunately, I've got a family thing because I don't think I'm ready to be the fat man on stage just yet. I think I need to give it another year or two before my ego uh, can be deflated. I think it was more just the beard. Yes. Let's just go Let's with that. Let's say it was the beard, not my physical But shape. I reckon you could do a pretty good ho-ho-ho. Uh, we won't go there. We won't go there. But yes, this is our Christmas episode. This will be our last one for the year. And I and I think other than a little bit of secret um, interviews we've got releasing, this might also Ooh. be our last one for this season too. So I think it might uh, be. buckle up, get yourself comfy, pour a glass of mulled wine, some eggnog or a good whiskey <laughs> and uh, come and join us for this next adventure. Come with us. Ellie, it's almost Christmas time. How excited are you about Christmas? <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm a Christmas Grinch, but I actually don't get as excited about Christmas as most <gasps> people do. I know. Do you know what? I think as a mum, I have to take on the burden of responsibility uh, here. <laughs> and it's just all these extra things you've got to kind of fit into the calendar. And I do love it. And I love how the kids get so excited. But there's also an element of this... this in enormous amount of work that I have to kind of finish off and then look to do all the family events and then look to do all the gifting and all of those different types of things. Does that sound really grinchy? Look, I I appreciate the perspective you have because like, like we were just talking offline, but you have a an annual family tradition okay. the week before Christmas. So like not only yeah. are you like running towards Christmas finish line, but also taking that week off beforehand. How do you yeah. how do you do that? How do you actually I know, make right? that happen? Um, crazy. I'm a cray cray. <laughs> like, I think, do you know what? It's something that I've always done with my bigger Garrett family. So I come from a big family. I've got three older brothers and two younger sisters and there's like 13 grandkids. And so there's never a time that we all get together. And we just worked out about 10 years ago that the week before Christmas, we were all kind of free. And so every year we go somewhere close to the river and all of the little kids get together in a little caravan gang, like a little posse, mm. and they just kind of hang out together. And so, yeah, it's really, really hard to kind of find that week off before Christmas. And so you, you're just kicking back, you know, just lying in the chair, having a sparkling <laughs> water, you know. You, yeah. You're doing nothing, right? It's chill for uh, you. No, yeah, no, totally. Uh, during the day, that's what it looks like. Um, and I'm most probably like a mad little, you know, though, get that, gift of the cat where it's just working furiously mm. at night, mm. you know, like I'm most probably that at night. And so I kind of take a little bit of a hit personally and don't show the family that I'm kind of working kind of hard, kind of behind the scenes. And maybe that's something that, you know, a lot of us do. Um, but I do try and take the days to be with the family and enjoy it and just, you know, kind of have that space and time and reconnect 
But yeah, the week before Christmas, I think my team kind of has to step up as well. And bloody good on the team, they, but but also I think I know. It, you know, good on you and and anyone else out there. I mean, you know, you can be an accountant, you can be a you know a shoe shiner, you can run a restaurant, <laughs> whatever it is that you do. Like taking that time off and spending it with the family is super important, and totally. and but also incredibly challenging when you do run a business and you you have all yeah. these things. And at particular times of year when you choose to take that, sometimes people have got higher expectations. You know, I always find like oh, that 100%. Christmas deadline for people. It's not actually yeah. a deadline, but for no, them, it's, it's, a, it's a mental. They want to go on holiday and not have to be like, oh, my tax isn't done yet. But I've always wondered, why would you want your tax stuff delivered to you literally the week before Christmas? Like, it's not like you're going to look at it. Mm. And do you really want bad news? Like, just in case there's a big tax bill? Like, I've never kind of understood that fake deadline. I don't get it. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's more weird. just that people go, I'm taking a couple of weeks off. So I want to I want to know what – I want it done. I want it dealt with so I don't have to be thinking about what it might be, uh, which yeah. ba- probably backfires if it is bad news. But hopefully, <laughs> uh, if you're a great accountant out there, you've already delivered the bad news about a year beforehand and you're doing <laughs> some tax planning throughout the year in question. Right, Ali? That's how we all do Absolutely, it, isn't it? Absolutely, 100%. And, hey, do you take a break? When do you take take a break. Yeah, so I look it, it's a bit all, all all up in the air for me. So we've got some family over in South Australia just over the border. Um, uh, that we try to go and visit normally most kind of between Christmas and New Year. So we go there for like yeah. you know three to five kind of nights. Uh, a bit more challenging this year with uh, some of the border uh, requirements from traveling from mm. Victoria and South Australia. So that's that that'll be a fun yeah. one to juggle. But yeah, so <laughs> we'll we'll take that. Th- this year in particular though um, we're encouraging our team to take off as much time as they can, but I'm intentionally not taking as much time off, at right. least straight away. Uh, I recognise if I can get a week in the office with no team, no clients, no distractions, I can actually work on things like resetting our budget and making sure yeah. our vision is is focused on and other things like the factory we're fitting out and all that is, is heading according to plan. So I'll, I'll spend that first week back from the 4th um, working practically by myself and then I'll take a week yeah. off in Feb once all the kids go back to school. So then yeah, I can go right. camping and I don't have to worry about, you know, families and kids and busyness and craziness and I can kind of yeah. actually have a proper relaxation. Yeah, right. See, I find a need to take that big break over Christmas because it's the only time my clients kind of let me off the hook Yeah, and I don't have like my teams or my email pinging or people kind of wanting me like, oh, it's just a quick one. <laughs> quick, it's really, quick you know, it's just a quick one and you will, and you, and you well know it's not. Yeah. And so I do take that time. And during the holidays um, for my two older children, they go to their dad for a week and then me for a week. So like I reckon from about, the first week of December up until the end of Jan, I kind of do this on-off work thing where I'm kind of in for a week, out for a week, Mm. in for a week, out for a week. And I find that really helps to reset me. Like I I get my creativity back. I, I feel like I'm just on fire heading into the new year. And I think if I didn't take that, I would just, like you do kind of feel like you're dragging your feet a little bit. And I actually feel like I'm dragging the team and my kids kind of into the new year and they just need a break. And I think as COVID hasn't allowed a lot of our teams to take that time off, I'm really noticing that with their focus and even just their work. And like, I, I totally mean, and their annual leave balances, don't get me wrong, <laughs> all those provision for annual leaves, everybody, we're going to start paying I them know, out and be like, hey, over right? Christmas break, it'll be nice. And I've kind of said to the team, like, if you want to take longer, long weekends, like, 
do that. And one of my team members is like every now and again, they'll just take a, you know, a good long weekend to just kind of break it up. And it makes it easier because they're a critical team member to me. So having them off for weeks at a time is really painful. Mm. But having them off for a day here and there is totally manageable. So I think we do have to kind of be conscious about that and our teams and their own mental health. And I reckon this thing is going to happen called COVID fatigue, where you know, we do kind of get our freedoms, but there's still this COVID kind of hanging around. But everyone's really exhausted and tired and burnt out and we haven't had our holidays. And so we kind of really need to look after our team members and where they're at and put like this really super high focus on how they're feeling along with ourselves. Like, do you find that too? Like, how are you feeling? Well, firstly, you said the word COVID fatigue and I thought you said COVID fatigue. And I'm like, gee, I'm not sure that's going to taste all that good. Um, Put a bit of sugar in it. Well, if you've got COVID, you won't be able to taste it. Oh, jeepers. There we go. Uh, So, yeah, look, for me, like the break, extended breaks are really important. Personally, I like to take a break when everyone else isn't like sometimes like when it's a team's like yeah. I, I like to like not have to be like I oh, call cool. everyone's taking the two or three weeks off so I'll take the two or three weeks off because I yeah. find that I don't actually take advantage of it as well as I would if it was just guy all right cool Andrew you're taking a week off right now and it's out of the blue it's unexpected it's in a, in a time that's not I don't know something for me I just like doing it that way but I know but, for uh, my but, team um just huge it's like hey like like we just said we're shut until the 10th if you want to take off until the 17th, that's cool. Just check with your direct manager. If you want to come back earlier, that's fine, but we'd recommend you don't. Um, take yeah. that time, look after yourself, and as long as you just prepare yourself in the lead-up to Christmas, you just let all your clients yeah. know, oh, by the way, I'll be back on the 17th, and they'll be fine and with look, it. And I think clients expect it. Clients, I think expect people to take that time off and do give it to you. So when you're taking that week off when nobody else isn't, how on earth do you – complete like do you still have contact with the office or are you just off the grid like how do you it, it do depends yes yeah, so something that I I've started doing actually during COVID when I when I was allowed to I started taking like um three days off during a week but it's like a work holiday kind of thing so yeah, right. I would go camping by myself but I would mm-hmm. work whilst I was there on business development stuff so think right. of it like a rumble that we talked about in a previous yeah. episode but just mm-hmm. me and no fancy stuff so okay. uh, I'm just going to go, great. One of them was like, I really need to work on um, how we solve our support requirements for our clients. So I'd nick off mm. and go camping for a few days. So I found that was actually really valuable because I was like, mm. team, I am not available. If you yeah. need me, it's a text message. And if I get yeah. that text message, bloody hell, you better need me because I'm not looking. Yeah, at right. So that, that's been all right. But then taking like holiday stuff, like look – I I find that I'm pretty good once I've checked out. Once I've yeah. checked out, I'm pretty good. Like, And look, hey, yeah, check in an inbox to make sure nothing's blowing up every couple of days. It's fine. It's like a five-minute quick scroll. No, no, don't have to worry about it. Move on. But um, I don't know. I, I, but what if in that I, time, what if you're away and you did check the email inbox and something popped up and it was like it really grated you or you thought, oh, gosh, now I've got to really get back into it? Does it Well, something like that happens. So where I learned how to do this better was, um, you know, we took the family on a six-week European holiday a few years ago when I had a, a one-year-old and a four-year-old. Um, everyone I <laughs> so learned crazy. how to multitask and, like, <laughs> Be stressed. Just take a one-year-old, yeah. four-year-old, six weeks through Europe. <laughs> I know. Um, when, uh, when, you, especially when I'm the organising, planning person out of the, out of uh, my wife. Yeah, right. So you've got to do the itinerary and everything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we're in. I'm in Amsterdam. 
I found a whiskey mm. bar, which was an awesome little whiskey bar. <clears throat> I've had a couple of drinks, so I'm probably a little bit rosy. Um, I think it was right around the time I put my application in for that award that I won a, a number of years ago. That um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the best thing to do is have a few drinks and then run Just the Just warm yourself submission. up. Um, and then <laughs> I had a, yeah, I, I, I had a, a, a check-in with a team, an actual video call, because back then it was like first time I'd gone away for more than a week. So I was doing it randomly mm. and I had one and they're like, cool, so um, something's happened, client isn't uh, happy, they're leaving us. And I was like, uh, What? Like yeah. what? Oh no! And like, but, but it was more like like, like the attitude bomb. is like it is what it is, you know. It, so be it. I'm like, oh. no, 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 no. It's oh. that's not okay. So it was this really thing. I was like, oh crap! Like, but at the end of the day, I'm on the other side of the world. There's nothing like, you can do. There's nothing I can really do. I mean, if it was something more dramatic, like I mean, losing a client isn't a great experience, but it was something more mm. dramatic in terms of some significant HR issues or some mm. finance issues or some legality stuff, then obviously, yeah, I'm just going to like down tools on the holiday and just focus on this for a bit. Mm. But mm. I think I just learned to go like the people that work with us, they give a shit about our business. They actually care about what we do collectively. Mm. They understand the way we go about things and they know they actually know how to do their job pretty darn well. And when yeah. Andrew's not around, they appreciate what still has to happen and they give it a crack as best they can and sometimes they do significantly better than I would. So that's yeah. those six those six weeks actually taught me that I wasn't as critical to the business as I thought I was. And it was a challenging a thing way. because I got home and I was like, I rocked up to the office and there's all these like in-jokes and all these people talking about stuff that I wasn't a part <laughs> of. And I was like, oh, oh, I don't But can I bring that up? Because I think that's a really interesting topic because I work four days a week mm. and sometimes I get in and I take Fridays off and sometimes I get into the office on Monday and there's like obviously fun stuff has happened on Friday. Fun and stuff always happens when you're not around early. Yeah, they right. They do it on purpose to and annoy yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> and you get this FOMO, but then you're like, no, no, like that's my choice. And you kind of have to, I have to adjust my mindset every now and again, especially like when I get back into the office on Monday because I haven't been there for the week, there'll be so much stuff that I've missed out on, but I have to be okay with that. And I think that that's us readjusting our mindsets and how we feel and not being a bit, I guess, selfish mm. maybe. I don't know. And it's roles but- and responsibilities. If, if you have a team out there, it's just making sure that your team is aware of what they need to do. So that when you mm. come back and you can just pick up what you need to do, not what yeah. they should have done. So yeah, that, and working yeah. in that way does make it a lot easier in having a bit more definition and um, kind of responsibility around certain things. Yeah, and I definitely think it's about being really conscious when you're trying to get away of trying to step away and letting your team really step up to the challenge. And I remember the first time I went on maternity leave, I was like a real – I was like a chicken with a – like with her little chicks. I was like this mother hen and I used to do everything and I used to think that nothing could be done without me. And then I left for, you know, a few months and I came back and I was like all of my team had grown enormously and were totally amazing. And I realised at that point I was holding them back. And that's where I learned to kind of let go and release. And although they're not going to do things in the way that I might do them, it doesn't mean that they're not going to do it successfully. And so that was the best thing I ever did. And so, but I do have to every now and again, and reset um, when I do go away and just say, these are the expectations. If it's done, great. If it's not done the way I wanted it, that's totally cool, just as long as the right outcome got there in the end. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Now, we are leading into Christmas, and uh, I wanted to touch on uh, two quick questions. Um, we'll keep this Ooh. relatively brief because, you know what, people have got to drink eggnog and whiskey and... <laughs> 
open presents and hopefully these days. Yeah, not right. doing that. Um, what's there? But, um, what is what is one thing you've learned this year? What is one thing over the last twelve months that you have learned about yourself, your business, your community, your clients that you go like, yeah, that's knowledge. I got that. That's cool to have experienced. Yeah, I think just the power of the connectivity of, and look, this is most probably the second year in a row, but it's always good to have this, is that there is power in the team and in our community. And if we just lean into it, it's available. Um, And that, you know, being a sole rider won't get you anywhere. And that my team are just freaking superstars. Like this year has been an enormous year for us in the business. Like we won, you know. Everything. (laughs) <laughs> no. Sorry, anybody like, else out there, but Ellie freaking <laughs> just won it all. Like boutique from the year and, you know, partner of the year and overall excellence and cloud champion. And I look at that and I think, wowee, like that's pretty crazy. Mm. And it was just a year of um, solidification for us. Like we really um, lent into our systems and processes and really tried to improve. And it wasn't, you know, the big ticket items. It was just those little niggling things around the edges. But all of the team helped to deliver great outcomes. And I just, gosh, I just adore them. And I think that's the thing I learned. Yeah, totally. I reckon I was a big one on team as well, where a lot of my learnings was, uh, so we really stepped into a, a leadership group in at Illuminate this year. So uh, Mick, Kate, Shane and Amanda, um, with the support of uh, Shay uh, and a couple of others out there, uh, really getting them involved in leading their aspects of the business. So for mm-hmm. me, the, the big learning was like moving from being a leader of a team to a leader of leaders, but also yeah, allowing right. those people to actually do what they're good at doing and not stepping on their toes, not getting in their way. So like, how do I find my sweet spot between bringing what it is that I'm good at and my understanding of the business and what we should be doing, but allowing them to actually drive forward what it is that they are a lot more engaged and a lot connected in. So I, I learned a lot this year on that and um, I'm really grateful um, for those particular people as well as the, the rest of our entire team. But in particular, those people have put in a lot of time and they've put up with me a lot this year um, and um, <laughs> some of the good stuff that we've been able to do is solely because of the work that they've done, which I'm pretty stoked on. Yeah, that's amazing. That's such a good lesson. I like the leader of leaders. Mm. Do you know, I, I also learned another thing. Oh, do tell. We have weird fans, Ellie. What? I was talking to someone the other day and they told me that they listened to our podcast in the bath. (laughs) And I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure how I feel about that either. I've heard that people listen. Look, a lot of people go like driving with us and I kind of like that. That we're kind of sitting in the car with them. But in the bath. In the bath. I mean, I'm a, I'm a shower podcast guy anyway, so I, I, I do appreciate oh, that. Oh, do you? In the morning, ah. I'll have a shower and I'll whack a podcast on because it gets me that, you know, bit of something going to get the day started. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's, right. a, that's a strange one. Well, here's a call out. I, w- I want to know the strangest place that you've listened to the podcast. All right. So, yeah, let's get that up on the socials. But I'm more of a in the car. When, the ki- when I've dropped the kids off, I'm driving to work, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm getting into the zone. Oh, my drive you know? to work's like eight minutes, so I don't have time. Oh, yeah, lucky thing. Yeah. Mine used to be five and now it's like 20. Yeah. And for Adelaide, that's actually a lot, but, you know. Well, I look, hey. I look forward to hearing some strange ones, yeah, in the shower, <laughs> on the toilet. Who knows? No, let's not, no. Let's not go there. Well, if, no. if that's where they listen to it, it's so bad. Uh, I, I guess, Let maybe. I guess some people take a long time in the toilet, maybe. Mm. Do you know there was a stat the other day that said men take about on average half an hour 
on some toilet episodes, and I'm like, what is that? I can appreciate man? That's that. That's crazy. I can, yeah, I can sure, appreciate. Sure yeah, you know, sometimes you just need a moment or twelve. We've literally gone to potty humor. Can you believe that? Maybe well, we should let's pull out of back. this. Let's look at the next <laughs> twelve months. So you're about team. I was about the the learning of leadership. Um, what are you most looking forward to in the next twelve months, Ellie? Less COVID. Um, I'm actually looking forward to getting up on stage. Do you know, I have missed it. I have like, I'm doing the BGL RegTech Roadshow, mm. COVID willing. So I just want to get up on stage, have a bit of fun, see some people. And just, you know what? I want to like get a bit more tech into the business, bring on a couple of newbies, just like build out um, an amazing team and just build on what we've got. What about you? Love it. Uh, yes, I'm similar. The in-person stuff I have been craving. Uh, I, I really oh, totally. love being around people and, and getting that buzz and, and vibe and connecting. So, so yeah, yeah. there's going to be a couple of opportunities to hopefully share. I, I'm contemplating a potential trip to the UK, which sounds Ooh. bonkers given the, the world we're in. Well, but no, I can understand. There's some you opportunities to, go to share before. over there. So if you are in the UK and you uh, you want me to come and have a chat, uh, let me know because I might find myself there, which would be pretty cool. So yeah, big on that, really big on that. Um, and if I think of it from a business perspective, uh, the one sponsor that the two of us do not work directly with, like you still, you work with Toa Global. I don't work with Toa Global. Yeah. As of January, we'll be working with Toa Global. <gasps> oh, so you, you, hello. So I, I think even the little promo we run, talk about our, our struggle. We, we've dived in, yeah, so we're in the process of um, bringing you. a couple on board. So I'm really looking forward to how we can work with them as a team and how they can they can support us and we can support them. And, yeah, just, just experiencing that a little bit more because we, we did offshoring a while ago, just one person, and we absolutely flunked it royally. So uh, yeah, I'm right. confident we're going to get it good this time. Well, and you know what? A lot of it does come back to you and how you on board and how you put your systems and processes together. Yep. Uh, do you know what? I'd love actually, just speaking on the fly, I'd love to do a podcast episode on it. A few people have spoken to me about it and how I do it and how do I make it work. So it'd be great to get yeah. your perspective, Fresh perspective on how to yeah on how to set it up and how to get it going and what works and what doesn't. But that's that's a that's a, a big thing. one for you, Andrew. I know that that's something that you've thought a lot about and put a lot of. Oh, it's been a bit guess, agony over in my end for a number of different yeah. reasons. You know, wanting to do it well, but also recognizing the the opportunities we want to give to our current people and future people as well but um you know we're we're, we're kind of moving ahead with it really well the team's all on board um and the good thing is yeah. that i'm not responsible for them which <laughs> is a very good thing uh, illuminates going global yeah no, it'll be good it'll be good so that'll be 2022 and i and, I, and i'm sure 2022 crazy? the year of you Oh, I like it. So what it. are you going like to do, listeners out there? What are you doing to look after yourself, your business, your community, your people? Because you, you, I think I think the next 12 months is going to be that. We're going to have um, staff and team that need to take more time off than they ordinarily have. We've got um, clients and businesses who might, you know, coming out of COVID might decide, you know what, I'm done. I want to pack on. But, um, but really thinking about yourself and the impact that you've gone through, what are you doing over the next 12 months to just to bring a bit of that joy back? To sit in the bath and listen to a podcast. That's what you're gonna do. <laughs> and don't take a don't take a photo of that and put it up on the socials. But do you know what? Unless a great you're fully time. clothed. If you're in a suit <laughs> in a bath, immersed in water, that would that would make Oh my, my gosh. Day. Somebody can actually do that. Pretty, pretty please. No pressure anybody. 
<laughs> but what a great time if you do have some downtime to just reflect on the year, pat yourself on the back for some wins, for some things that went really, really well, take some learnings from it. And then what are you going to do in the new year? What are the things that you really want to focus on? Get one or two or three really key goals and drive towards them so that you actually can celebrate something. And, and if you want accountability, really just flick yourself. us an email, podcast Heck at yes. accountingadventures.com.au and we will share them anonymously yes. and hold you accountable. Let's do that. That'd be fun. Let's. I love that. That can be a, like a New Year episode, Andrew. I, like I reckon that's the go. We do like a monthly sure. or a quarterly check-in of just anonymous like check-ins on progressive <laughs> stuff you said you'd do. That'd be great. And uh, and then we need to give, like, if people haven't done it, we need to give them punishments. <laughs> yeah, like fantasy sport punishments. You've finished bottom of the ladder and you've got to go do a nudie run down the street or something. <laughs> and, yeah, they'll then have to obviously video that and put that yeah. up on the socials. They have That'd to start fun. using my up. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> That's punishment for anybody. <laughs> Come on now. Punishment. <laughs> and, Ali, I wanted to give you a big thank you for the last 12 months. Aww. You have been an incredible friend, someone that I've I've loved watching what you get up to. Uh, we've got to spend some in-person moments. We've got to spend many late night recordings. For those who don't know, we often record at about 9pm on a Sunday night, which is often why we go on weird random rants here and there. We're fresh as daisies. Um, what do you mean? Fresh as daisies. This is the life of running business, having family, doing everything yes, else at once. That's but right. Seriously, mate, you, you've been an absolute gem. I've learned so much from you. Uh, massive respect for you, for your family, for your crew. Thank you so much Thank for uh, being a part of my life and I making know. my last 12 months even better than it would have been. I know. It's a bit special. Honestly, this podcast has turned out to be something that I really look forward to and it's kind of like my fam. You're a new family member, Andrew, and you managed to inspire me and make me laugh and giggle and snort laugh all the time, <laughs> of which I'm thankful. <laughs> and I just, I'm just so proud of us as a community and who we are and our teams. And I've got to know your team a bit better and you, and you're just amazeballs. So mutual love and respect, both sides, and also to the community. I've been so overwhelmed by the love for this podcast and people who are listening and just enjoying it and going for the ride with us. So I know that- Listening in the bar. <laughs> good people. And I know we're going to have some great accounting adventures as well. And just watch out for next year. Hopefully those in real life events will come back and we might be able to take this show on the road again. So We are, we are working a couple of angles to try <laughs> and get in front of people at certain places and spaces and times. So it should be good. So be good. exactly- Everyone, enjoy your Chrissies. Be safe, relax, spend time with your gorgeous families and refresh yourselves for the new year. And here's to new accounting adventures in 2022. Bring it on, mate. Bring it on. See ya. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us today on Ellie and Andrew's All Aussie Accounting Adventures. Uh, make sure you check us out on the socials at Accounting Adventures, as well as jump on our website, accountingadventures.com.au. While you're there, make sure, if you liked it, to rate, review and share so that more people can come on the Accounting Adventures together with us. Also, if you have a question or something that we haven't covered and you think we really should, then make sure to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. This is your community and we want you to be a part of it.